Kenny the Sports Guy podcast. Hello and welcome back to Kenny the Sports Guy's podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Severo. And today, I will give you my previews and predictions for the upcoming MLB season from the American League. Yes, I am aware of the current lockout and the possibility of having the season canceled. So this will be a hypothetical Kenny the Sports Guy podcast. I will be previews and predictions for the American League. We don't know if there's going to be a baseball season. Both the Players Association and the MLB are, as of this recording, still in the MLB lockout and with no deal in sight. With that in mind, I'll give my team-by-team take in the American League. This might be the closest to Seattle baseball this season. Let's start in the American League East. The New York Yankees. The Yankees are at a crossroads here. Before the lockout, the only move they made was signing former Met Jose Peraza. They have gone after Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, but they chose to go to Texas due to the insane amount of money the Rangers offered. They are still linked to shortstop Carlos Correa, and they may have a shot at him, but due to the lockout, they can't. Also, Freddie Freeman is still out there along with Anthony Rizzo. Both of them could easily fix the first base hole the Yankees have. One move I do not like, extending manager Aaron Boone for three more years. Well, it looks like three more years are overmanaging. I'm not so sure about the Yankees this season. They could be a hit or miss. Next up is the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays were the best team not to make the postseason last season. The final months of the season, they were really on fire. But they just ran out of gas at the end. Before the lockout, they made sure they addressed what they needed. They signed Jose Barrios to a 7-year, $131 million extension and signed former giant Kevin Gausman to a 5-year, $110 million deal. The major blows? They lost second baseman Marcus Simeon to the Rangers and reigning Cy Young Award winner Robbie Ray to the Mariners. Once the lockout ends, they are expected to remain aggressive with links to Freddie Freeman and Japanese star outfielder Seiya Suzuki. The Blue Jays are for real this season, and could be one of the favorites to win a championship in my opinion. Next up is the Boston Red Sox. Let's face it, the Red Sox overachieved last season, making it to the ALCS after a dismal 2020 campaign. Like the Yankees, they didn't really make any offseason moves before the lockout. Rare of the Red Sox to do that. Honestly, I cannot get a gauge on this team. Are they in the rebuild or are they all in? To go from last place in 2020 to two wins away from the World Series is pretty impressive. But what is the end game? They still have JD Martinez and manager Alex Cora. But will it go all the way or just blow it up? Sometimes this team confuses me. Next up is the Tampa Bay Rays. After making it to the second World Series in franchise history in 2020, the Rays fell flat in 2021. Yes, I know they won 100 games at franchise record last season, but they were eliminated in the divisional round by the Red Sox. Such a disappointment. One thing the Rays did before the lockout was sign their superstar, Wanda Franco, to an 11-year extension. The Rays reportedly made an offer to first baseman Freddie Freeman before the lockout which is shocking considering that the team is one of the most low-budget teams in the league. 
with Randy Rosarino, Wanda Franco, and a possible Nelson Cruz return, the Rays could rule supreme once again in the AL East. And finally, to round off the American League East, we have the Baltimore Orioles. I don't know what to say about this team. The Orioles are clearly in the midst of a rebuild. It has gotten so bad that many teams are accusing the team of tanking. It will be more of the same this season. I really don't expect much from the Orioles this season. From the American League East to the American League Central. First up is the Chicago White Sox. After the offseason full of great signings and a questionable hire as manager, the Sox won their division for the first time since 2008. This offseason, the notable signings they did was signing Le- Leandre Garcia and exercising their option on closer Craig Kimball. The AL Central is basically the White Sox division to lose. The other teams don't seem to be a threat to the White Sox divisional run. They could own this division for a very long time. Next up is the newly named Cleveland Guardians. A new name and new identity for the team from Cleveland. I like the name, honestly. I think it's pretty cool, but I do not like the logo. It's too cartoony. Anyway, their only notable signing was exercising the option of third baseman Jose Ramirez. Despite the new name, the Guardians isn't going to make any noise this season, but could in the next couple of years. From Cleveland to Kansas City, the Kansas City Royals. The Royals were the best team in the league for the first three weeks of the season. Then they fell off and then they were good for a short time before hovering over the 500 mark. Catcher Salvador Perez had a massive year, hitting 48 home runs with 121 RBIs. The Royals are clearly still in rebuilding mode and is expected to continue this season. However, I truly believe that they are almost out of the rebuilding phase and could challenge for the AL Central in a couple of years. Let's go to Detroit, shall we? The Detroit Tigers. The Tigers drastically improved last season, winning 77 games after starting the season 9-24. Their MVP was Akil Badu, who had a breakout year. Before the lockout, the Tigers signed former Cubs and Mets second baseman Javi Baez to a deal. Does he make the Tigers better? Maybe? But I keep an eye out for the Tigers this season. Something is up in Detroit. And finally, rounding up the AL Central is the Minnesota Twins. Let's put it this way. After last year's disappointment, the Twins seem to be heading towards rebuild. Not much to see here other than Byron Buxton. Let's head out west, shall we? The American League West. The Texas Rangers. To say that the Rangers spent massive amount of money is understatement. The Rangers spent $500 million on shortstop Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. Yes, $500 million. Thanks to part of super agent Scott Boris. Does it make the Rangers better? No. Next up is the Seattle Mariners. Despite a really bad run differential last season, the Mariners missed out on the playoffs by a game. It has been 20 years and counting since the Mariners last made the postseason, and they are hell-bent on making it. Their biggest offseason move? Signing reigning Cy Young Award winner Robbie Ray to a big deal. Could be enough, but the Mariners need more pieces. Their race suffered a blow by losing Kyle Seager to retirement. Who is stepping up now that Seager is gone? 
Next up is the Los Angeles Angels. The Los Angeles Angels are really an enigma. They should be in the middle of a championship dynasty, but for some odd reason, they are not. Despite missing superstar Mike Trout to injury, Shohei Otani stepped it up big time, winning the AL MVP after a historic season. With Trout back in the fold, the Angels have a legitimate 3-4 punch in their lineup. However, the thing that always plagues the Angels started pitching and their bullpen. For many years, the Angels don't have much pitching talent other than Otani. I mean, they did sign for and met Noah Syndergaard to a deal. That's something? Well, it's a better signing than Matt Harvey. Next up is the Oakland Athletics. The A's. Constantly rebuilding since 2003. Manager Bob Melvin saw this and bolted down the freeway to manage the San Diego Padres. They really wanted to trade their superstar first baseman Matt Olsen and he has been linked to teams such as the Yankees. Other than that, the only storyline this team has this season is will they go to Las Vegas. Side note, I did an episode on the Oakland Athletics last month, so if you want to check it out, link is in the description. And finally, we have the Houston Astros. After making it to the World Series last season, the Astros are in a weird predicament. Slowly, they are losing their key players. Last season, they lost George Springer, and now they will lose shortstop Carlos Correa. The Astros will still be there at the end. The Astros will still be there at the end, but it just feels like they are on borrowed time. A possible rebuild in here. As of this recording, I don't know if there's going to be a season, but here are my picks on who will win their respective division, wild cards, and represent the American League in the World Series. Please note, I am currently using the 12-team format in each league as MLB plans for a 12-team postseason gaining steam. From the American League East, we have the Tampa Bay Rays. From the American League Central, Chicago White Sox. The Houston Astros wins the American League West. The first wild card goes to the Toronto Blue Jays. Second wild card goes to the New York Yankees. And the third wild card goes to the Seattle Mariners. And for my representative for the American League going to the World Series, I will have to say Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay has the most complete team right now, despite the roster being so, I want to say vanilla. It's just, you know, it's not household names. But for some reason, it, it just works. Like, the offense has been good. Pitching has been splendid. Bullpen has been splendid. And I really like to raise chances of winning the American League. Well, that is the end of this episode. The National League episode will be available next week. This episode will be available on KenTheSportsGuy.com, Ken with two wins, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Follow me on social media on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports. And on Instagram at Kenny Sports Guy One, and on TikTok Kenny Sports Podcast. Until the next episode, see ya, and I hope you stay safe and healthy. Kenny, the Sports Guy Podcast.